0: and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic with chris Reavers manning technology corner kenny olson from the crabby coffee shop john Hyde in the newsroom and of course the rookie here is your flashlight king fireworks commissioner and the keeper of common sense your mayor joe sushiro
1: no It is not, and I'm sorry. Once again, you're forced to deal with me. It's Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios with another edition of the best of Garage Logic. But guess what, GLers? We are one day closer for the return of the mayor. I do want to remind you that just for $10 a month or $100 a year, you, yes, you can join, like so many others have, the Garage Logic Town Council. You'll get access to 24-7 members only live audio stream. Full of live recordings of Garage Logic's best of segments and replays, full show video archive, including before and after the show and between segments content, which sometimes we do forget that the cameras are still rolling. You're also going to receive a weekly newsletter directly from the mayor. And while supplies last, a $10 Fratellone's hardware and garden center gift card, town council membership card and a town council window cling, also a member certificate directly from the mayor, invites to exclusive members only events. And yes, you can also gift Garage Logic. Find out more and become a member right now at garagelogic.com. So here we go. It's Tuesday, February 21st, and uh, I am here in the GL Podcast Studios. And uh, both the rookie and I have assembled some stuff that you would find in the archived portion of the Garage Logic Town Council. We figured we'd highlight those in the mayor's absence. So here you go. Enjoy the best of garage logic.
2: Garage logic where pretty much everything that needs to be figured out can be figured out in the garage with Joe Suchere.
3: Good afternoon. Lovely day, not as lovely as yesterday. Wasn't that something? Wasn't that a treat?
4: Very special
3: treat. Boy, oh boy. People uh people uh, really took advantage of it yesterday too. Bicycling and Cooking outside and jogging and going for walks. and
4: Three indoor hockey games. The whole, it was a great day.
3: You were indoors with your youth.
4: Three, the final games of the season.
3: Frank Caliendo coming in today? I haven't uh, seen him in the lobby.
4: I think he's uh I He's think been he's on upstairs. every
3: station in town today.
4: He's at the executive office
3: level, just kind of roaming. He's not even performing here till April. No. What does he do? Come to town to... Uh, Make sure they're sold out. I mean, I what he's homeless.
4: I don't think. I don't think he. I think he just travels. I don't think he has a home. I think he's lied about his wife, his child, his house with Abbott and Costello well, he thing.
3: Owns the house that Abbott, but well, Abbott. I'm
4: beginning had. to wonder. I think he just roams. Well, that's well, what, what I'm I Make wondering. jokes for food. One of right. Those dudes.
3: <clears throat> everything uh, that uh, that has crossed my desk today, everything has to do with either an animal or a fish. You're kidding! I don't. I, I did not plan it that okay. way. Okay. Everything. Hmm.
4: I can't wait for this.
3: Everything. And and there is linking required between uh, every animal story fish. I've seen today is about an animal or a fish.
5: Hmm.
3: Okay. The zoo.
4: They're threatening to close the zoo down. Well, this is what got me thinking. Okay. Animal. Well, is look. There's at, fish there too. There's the first link.
3: Well, look. The Duluth Aquarium is in need of an annual subsidy, all right, because no one goes to it. It's it's Duluth's leading uh, tourism attraction, but that's only uh, 117,000 people visited the aquarium last year. Okay. Well, I guess that's not That's not enough. Big aquarium on the waterfront.
4: The last time I was there, oddly enough, I went to Glen Sheen and I did not go to the uh, aquarium. I wish I would have.
3: It's a five-year-old attraction. The board of the Great Lakes Aquarium has told the Duluth City Council they need an immediate 150 grand to bring in an exhibit called the Abyss, which is part of a new five-year plan to reverse a steady decline in attendance. All right? Uh, you know, and then you've got quotes here from various board members, various aquarium board members. Cindy Hayden said, well, you know, we're making progress. Uh, closing it would be a waste of taxpayer money. This thing cost $33 million, and it was uh, developed and billed as an all-freshwater operation, but has since added saltwater attractions uh, to boost okay, sure. to boost the attendance. Maybe, okay. uh, Duluth uh, City Councilor Dorothy Bowman said, "I don't think this thing's ever going to fly. I don't think we should keep pouring good money after bad." The city paid a million during the first three years of the aquarium's operation to cover bond payments construction overruns, and other expenses. Last year, the city assumed $8 million worth of the aquarium's public debt. Uh, where did I read about it? Oh. The latest plea for money has reinvigorated critics who say it's time to pull the plug and drain the aquarium's tanks forever. Uh, that would leave the city with a large, unmarketable building on the bayfront, not to mention a sticky situation involving a $16 million state grant used to help build the facility, which may have to be repaid, at least in part, if the aquarium closes. Now, I'm, I'm not here to say, uh, I'm not here to uh, bemoan the fact that uh, we taxpayers I guess, built one heck of a nifty aquarium up there, right? There's no such thing as a state grant. The state doesn't have any money. Could it be that people just don't want to look at fish? It's never occurred to me to go to it. Not that I wouldn't, I like fish, Mm -hmm. but apparently fish aren't that big of a deal. In the right? natural
4: setting, you know, uh, what are they
3: doing? They're swimming. I mean, it sounded like a good idea at first, I suppose.
4: Well, there's been some successful aquariums across the country. Well,
3: here, world's largest freshwater aquarium on the world's largest freshwater lake. I, I don't have. A little tie in I have no knowledge of the history of this thing. I uh, I uh, feel detached from it. I have no axe to grind. I have no horse in the race. Uh, I'll start blocking these metaphors at any moment. But I, I'm finding myself, no, very seriously, could it be that people just aren't interested in seeing fish? Now, you say you were up there. Was it a little family trip? I think it was Was
4: it, it was two or three years ago. With we went fa- up there with for the, the family. Weekend. Yeah, I had an appearance and, somewhere.
3: And you went to Glensheen. Mm-hmm. Did it occur to you to go to the aquarium?
4: I knew the aquarium was
3: there Cause you thought that big lake was salt water
4: <laughs> that was I, I that's why I wanted to go do a little research right and uh, I don't know why it slipped between our uh, through our fingers because I I would have probably gone there because the kids would like to see that something like that I don't know why we didn't go I guess we just chose Glen because I hadn't seen it in so many years
3: well and then and then there's news that the Minnesota Zoo is in dire straits mm-hmm and if it doesn't get a big hit of public money soon, it's in trouble. Attent- uh attendance is down. Could it be? Uh, th- there's something, there's something here. Th- this is uncanny that that this highly touted aquarium and this highly touted zoo, this is one of your modern zoos, right? the the creatures are try are, are, are try uh, they try to keep the creatures in a natural environment, and it's it's not like when I was a kid and you went to Como, you know, and you watch the chimp First do the tiger you do saw. the thing, you know, right. like this, you right?
4: Know. And but even Como has made some uh,
3: great strides. Are we as a people? Do we just not go see these things anymore? No, I I can't use my see. I'm I'm I don't have a I'm not in a kid situation. I think when my kids were little, they were, they were taken to Como once in a
4: while. Now, see, I have uh, children that were at the Minnesota Zoo as recently as two weeks ago, and they said it had really gone down.
3: Well, because now they got their hand out. <clears throat> Governor Pawlenty included, uh, I'll just round it off, $35 million for zoo repairs and construction in the current budget proposal. The state pays between 6 million and 7 million annually to help support the zoo's operating budget. Well, maybe we shouldn't have a zoo. Now again, I am not here to say we shouldn't have a zoo. I I'm, I'm all for zoos. But you're pro zoo. Well, I'm pro zoo. Okay. But it it's not working. There's no, it can't pay for itself. Just like the aquarium doesn't work. No one's going. Why then carve out these huge, and I I say $35 million is huge. Why carve out these huge slices of the budget to pour into these entities that apparently have no attraction for people? which which leads to a number of other questions. What are people doing with are things like zoos and aquariums passe? did have we has time passed the zoo by? Has time passed the aquarium by? I, I can't name you anyone who has a zoo visit on their calendar. Maybe people with younger kids do. I don't know. But obviously not enough because they're crying here. They're dying. Well, plus they're also
4: coming to their big season right now. This is the uh, peak season when the kids in the spring, late spring, early spring, uh, the schools head to the zoo for field trips.
3: Well, uh, the Pioneer Press has been told by Lee Emke, zoo director, that unless the state pumps in money for new buildings and new exhibits right now there is a feeling among the board and the zoo's staff that this is their last shot and and what they contend is the state just hasn't significantly contributed enough money so there must be there must be the agreement that zoos and aquariums are not intended to make money and that they are considered, what, part of our quality of life? Well, but apparently not, if no one's going. Would would Minnesota be a lesser place without the zoo and the aquarium? And again, I'm not wishing for that to happen. I, I have no desire to see us lose a zoo and an aquarium, but I also can honestly tell you, other than my tax money, they've never gotten a nickel from me. Now it, it doesn't occur to me to go look at fish or uh, animals. Mm-hmm. I like animals, and I we are a, we are a state full of people who like to go fishing. Mm-hmm. But apparently, you know, hundred and seventeen thousand people a year—that's. That's two Viking games worth of people, right? Yes, it is. That's two Viking games worth of people a year. At some point, don't... uh, Isn't there some fiduciary responsibility to be brought to bear here and say, you know, it's a great idea. You got this nice uh, fish tank right on Lake Superior, but it apparently doesn't attract anybody. And I... Don't pretend to know why that is. I have theories, but they're they're worth whatever it costs you to listen to this show. Speaking of which, I meant to ask you this: Is it my car, or are there certain days when all AM reception is staticky? Have you noticed that, like yes, a, like sunspotting or something? Yes, some, I have. Some disturbance. Mm-hmm. I was trying to listen to the ball game earlier it. today. I
4: can't pinpoint it to certain times, but yes.
3: But, I mean, there are days when uh, AM reception is crystal clear. And then there's today, where at about from about quarter to 12 to quarter to 1, it was no matter where I went on the AM dial, including the mighty AM 1500 that had uh, Dr. Walter Williams on today, mm-hmm. it was a horrible reception. I don't know what, what made me think of that.
4: Okay. Well, uh, you're your official. I meant answer to ask is, you. I meant sure. To. The uh, specific answer is I have no idea when or, or why it hits.
3: Did you listen to AM radio today in that hot ride you're riding around in?
4: Uh, I did have some AM on and I didn't find a problem.
3: What time? See, I Between think this nine, is. Be, uh, I think 30. it's time specific. I think something happens okay. in the atmosphere and then it clears up.
4: Between 9.30 and 10. So it wasn't this. I did not listen between uh, okay. I was forty-five
3: and twelve. And I was I was not experiencing this problem earlier in the morning. So I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's my automobile. We're going to come back and uh, wrestle with the uh, fish and animals and why people aren't going to see our finny friends and our furry friends All
1: right. from Mother's Forest Floor. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now, and the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments, and you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
3: Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.
5: Hey,
1: GLers, Kenny here. Clinging
5: to my can of seafoam, this stuff is a miracle when it comes to preserving the integrity of gasoline in your seasonal cylinders. We all use it when it comes to putting those machines to bed for the winter and/or summer. Uh, it also works wonders in occasional use cylinders, cleaning deposits, preserving ignition vapors, keeping the moving parts moving, and don't be shy about occasionally feeding your daily driver a can of seafoam, especially during these winter months with the wild temperature swings. It's available everywhere. The world over, and a true miracle in the world of bad gas, sea foam. John Rowe. John. Hello.
3: John. Hi, Joe. Hi. How are you? Good. You know,
6: this is the fulfillment of a lifelong dream to talk to the mayor of Garage Logic about a subject I can help him on.
3: All right, sir. I'm more than willing to take your help.
6: Well, uh, first of all, I got to tell you, I love your show. I am a Garage Logician. Uh, I happen to be on the Board of Trustees for the Minnesota Zoo, All right. and I am intimately familiar as part of the Board of Trustees with the governor's bonding proposal. I only heard about half of the last section because I am just got in my car driving to the airport, mm-hmm. but the direction you were going, I think you might have uh, the need for some information that could maybe provide some clarity on this issue. All right. Uh, how many people, are you aware how many people here see the zoo on an annual basis? I am not. Uh, right now, the zoo brings in roughly 1 million people a year. And what a lot of folks probably don't know is that the Minnesota Zoo today only receives about 36 or 35 percent of its funding from the state of Minnesota. Right. The zoo, the zoo state agency that has recently as six years ago was receiving 60% of its annual budget for the state of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And through a process of a number of budget cuts and through various governors who have not committed ongoing investments into what is an asset of the state, technically, 500 acres of wilderness down in uh, the South Metro, uh, the zoo has been forced to privatize things like food service and privatize things like gift shops, in an effort to make make sure it's meeting its bills. Now, the good news is that we have a very dedicated director of the zoo, uh, Mr. Emke, who came here from the Bronx Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, but, unfortunately, the state has not lived up to its obligation, much like it needs to invest in roads as those roads become disrepaired over time and as we need more mobility. The state has not issued any bonding money for the Minnesota Zoo, to build out the zoo facilities, nor to repair the facilities that the the state built 25 years ago. Because of that, uh, a capital bonding bill has been um, on the governor's desk now for about the last six years. And for a variety of reasons, because our legislature can't seem to get its job done, uh, those investment dollars have not been made in the zoo.
3: Should a zoo make money?
6: It depends upon how you define make money.
3: Well, you have a uh, million people a year. Do you charge an attendance fee, right?
6: Absolutely. We've had to increase that attendance fee each of the last three years to be able to make sure the zoo breaks even. The zoo is not operating as a for-profit entity right. because it is, a, it is
3: a state agency. All right. What is it, could it be safely said then that a million people a year aren't enough people? Is that part of the problem? Should it be two million people a year?
6: Well, actually, we're going through a process right now, frankly, of looking at our long-term planning and what what that number should be. The problem is that with any any type of uh, entertainment venue, and the zoo is indeed an entertainment venue, if you don't continually freshen that venue by bringing in new exhibits, attendance falls off. And we've actually been able to prove this over the last 25 years since the zoo was built here in minnesota that as our exhibits essentially become stale fewer and fewer people come that's why a few years ago you saw the jurassic park dinosaur exhibit Mm -hmm. uh... that's why this year we saw a new exhibit with the lemurs from madagascar So bringing in new exhibits and essentially freshening the product is something you have to do to maintain and increase your attendance if you don't do that attendance falls as attendance falls revenue falls and you get into a death cycle.
3: Well, as a, as an attraction in America, are, are zoos holding their own?
6: Uh, yes and no. Zoos that have been very successful, uh, one in particular would be the San Diego Zoo.
3: I've been there. Uh,
6: uh, it's a world-renowned zoo, and frankly, it is in a class by itself. Mm-hmm. It also happens to be in a climate that obviously would... Uh, be very conducive to having a, a, a huge because San Diego itself okay. is a tourist destination. Minneapolis does not have that advantage. Right. However, Minneapolis, like most zoos, happens to be a state zoo. Most zoos happen to be city zoos. Okay. City zoos don't have to fight for investment dollars because you have a smaller local taxing district that has a greater interest in maintaining the zoo. Unfortunately, our zoo is a state zoo. And as such, it has to compete for dollars with outstate projects that also happen to be favored by other legislators.
3: It's one of only two state zoos in the country. That is correct, sir. Now, if you had it to do over again, would it be better if this were, was not a state zoo?
6: I'm not sure I'm qualified to answer that, Joe. I've been involved with the zoo as a board member for the last three years. Uh, I also happen to be in charge of the individual giving Uh, because we have a a non-profit foundation that every year uh, raises money from individuals who are interested in the zoo's mission of conservation, education, and recreation. And we raise money privately from citizens. And we grant to the zoo over a million dollars a year to help basically offset the state budget cuts that have been impacted the zoo. Um, one, one
3: more question because I've got to yeah, go to a news break, but would, uh, and I I, I I think I can anticipate your answer, but it might lead us somewhere, would Minnesota be a lesser place without that zoo?
6: I would say so. I'm obviously very partial right. to the zoo, but any major metropolitan area does require certain civic and cultural Facilities to be considered a world-class city. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our zoo 25 years ago was built. It was world-class then. It has not been invested in for 25 years. Uh, we have a master plan that would double the size of our zoo. It does require the state to pony up some money, but we're going to augment that with private money. Ultimately, right. a city our size needs a zoo to be
3: considered in the top tier of American cities. John, thank you. You're welcome. All right. uh, Stay tuned. Garage Logic will be back. Since
1: 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more. Air Mechanical employs top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. So keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service and equipment costs. You can catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave A-Mechanical AM Air shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing or electrical needs. You can call or book them online today at ThinkAMI.com That's Think AMI. Dot com.
3: University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem Zip Nada Nothing. Rick Stuckey writes two words: Zoo Casinos. <laughs> <laughs> and our friend oh. Downing is—he didn't even let me get to it. He's already emailed in the link, which is well, it's, a, it's and he's right, it's a huge link. Zoos, aquariums light rail trains you know we we allow ourselves to believe that we need these things and then and then when they don't work what rather than accept the fact that they don't work what we're told is no uh, we just need more money until people are finally enlightened enough to appreciate them now let me repeat though i am not here to advocate that we lose the zoo i I have nothing against the zoo i'm just endlessly fascinated with the ongoing lessons of life just think of the people we just we're going through it with schools think of the people who want a piece of that state pie it's just amazing there's it's just an endless endless struggle which is why we elect who we elect sending them to the state house hoping that they're going to have the solomon like wisdom to figure this stuff out and See how smart you are and how
4: everything comes back to food. You made a food reference to the pie and people pick at it and pick at it and pick at it and a pretty pie. soon pretty soon there's no there's pie nothing no. left. They're just crumbs. And everybody's taking everybody's taking a little. Just to, I'm just going to have a little piece.
3: The other thing about uh, the aquarium in Duluth. Well, here, let's just go to take some people who would know about the aquarium. Terry, go ahead. Hi, Joe. Hi. Uh,
0: as I was telling Kelly, my wife and I were up on a North Shore trip. I think it was five, six years ago, and we'd heard a lot about this museum. We decided to go and see it, mm-hmm. and it was like $15, 16 bucks to get in. And about a third of it was either shut down or broke. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we got we were through that uh, museum and saw everything there was to see in about fifteen minutes.
3: The aquar I mean, the aquarium you're talking yep, about?
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Aquarium. Yeah. Uh, there, there just wasn't much there, and like I say, a lot of the things that were there were either shut down or, or, or empty exhibits.
3: All right. Thank you. You bet. Why, well, I, I, you know, a guy doesn't want to be harsh, right? But if Minneapolis is not a—see, let's start with this assumption. Why does the zoo in San Diego work? Well, it's, a, it's among the many attractions and a very climate-friendly place. San Diego is a beautiful place. If you're in Minnesota in the winter, you'd want to go to San Diego. And if you're in San Diego, you'd, you'd probably go to the zoo because, you know, Joan Hembree was on The Tonight Show for 30 years uh, getting Johnny to laugh because a monkey would grab his necktie. And everybody <laughs> knew about the San Diego Zoo. Okay. Put, put it on the map. All right. Now, we just had a director of the Minnesota Zoo, John Rowe, tell us, not my John Rowe, by the way, not the sports writer John Rowe. I was very surprised I heard the John name. Rowe. Sure. We're all in agreement that Minneapolis is not a principal tourist destination. You know, a guy gets, uh, he's reading a paper and at the kitchen table in, uh, in, uh, in Austin, Texas. He's probably thinking, you know, you want to go to Minneapolis? They got, a, they got a zoo there. And then when we're done with that zoo, we can go up to Duluth and see the fish. Well, no, people aren't, aren't thinking that. All right, well, then that would be doubly so then of Duluth, right? Duluth mm-hmm. is, uh, is a tourist destination maybe for people in Minnesota Who will go through it on the way to the north shore right right but here's the harsh part this is freshwater fish now they're starting to add salt water but that's not that exciting to tell you the truth it's uh, some walleye and 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 bass and a couple carp in there and and uh and i think people would rather go fishing than to stand there and you know, watch a, a fair a walleye are docile. I, there's it's just kinda, this is not a shark tank. Yeah. You know, this is these Good are point. these are fish that sit around on lawn chairs. You know, in the fish world, they're, they they right. they 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 don't do anything. Waiting for something to happen. or they something They don't do to drop anything. They're just they just sit there. And they're they're nice to eat, but go. You know, when you're at the aquarium in Duluth. You're within, in any direction, you're within an hour's drive of a lake where you might as well go fishing rather than stand there and look at the fish through the glass. I, I wish it would work for him, but it sounds like it's not working. We'll be right back.
5: The Liberty Safe President Sale is happening right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Hi, GLers. Kenny here. Save up to $400 through March 14th on select Liberty Safes. Listen to these options. Uh, $400 off on these. A couple of Centurion 24s, 40-minute fire protection there on the list. The USA Series with Level 3 security and a one-hour fr- fire rating also on sale. The Colonial Series, Level 4 security. A 75-minute fire protection rating. The Fat Boy, Level 5, 110 minutes of fire. And the big one, the Lincoln Series, Level 7 security ratings. And a two-hour fire protection rating. It's also on sale. Save up to $400 through March 14th. The Liberty Safe lineup, the best money can buy, made right here in the United States of America uh transferable lifetime warranties and thanks to rich at maple grove lock and safe professional delivery and installation always available stop in meet and greet rich he's at 6901 east fish lake road and check out the entire lineup at maple grove lock and safe.com
3: jerry yes joe good afternoon
7: hi hi just wanted to preface this a little bit that, that my family is a, a zoo family, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. We've been members of the, the Minnesota Zoo for, you know, my, my sons are seven and eight, and we've been members the whole time. But we live in Savage. Okay. So we view the zoo as any way to kill a couple three hours. Okay. So we wind up going there. I mean, especially during the summer, my wife's a teacher. She goes there all the time and takes nieces and nephews of our family of four probably accounts for 80 or 90 of their million people as they count you going through the door. All right. Because they go so often. But saying that, there's a large contingent of people that we see there a lot that are members. Mm-hmm. So for $75 for the year, your family can go there an unlimited amount of time. All right. So they're getting like a dollar per visit from us.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: And the, the zoo's done a great job the last few years, you know, bringing in some of these new events, and, and the, the kids really do get into it. You know, they, you know they, they, they learn a lot, and they really get excited. They'll just stay at one area for an hour or two, and then we go home. And then, you know, next month we'll come back and just hang out at a different area for a couple hours. All right. But one thing that's funny is that they live for, I mean, whenever we go, they either go to the, the, the tropical fish tank or, you know, the, the main fish exhibits there. We always have to visit one of those. We go up to Duluth about a half a dozen times a year camping, and we do all the touristy stuff up there. I mean, at five, the kids want to do Glen Sheen Mansion again. The aquarium, we went to it up there about three years ago, cost probably $45 to get in. Same thing the other guy said, went through it in a half hour, told my wife, never again. It's mm-hmm. like, it's such a waste of money. Well, last year, my kids talked me into going again because they forgot what it was like. And now they said they never want to go back hmm. because it's, it's 2,000 square feet of stuff in a 20,000 square foot building. It looks great from the outside, but when you get in, it's like one big aquarium in the middle. You just kind of walk around and you're done.
3: Well, and what 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 sounds like I'm reading out of Duluth is the the request to expand it in the hopes that then that would make it successful.
7: I don't think so because I mean the I mean as you you say the exhibits in general are boring. I mean you're not seeing a shark. I mean the kids. My kids will lay down and watch the, you know, the brightly colored tropical fish swim around for a half hour because they're cool. We've got three aquariums in our house. Mm -hmm. But to go up there, it's like you say, there are 15 different fish in a tank that all basically look like a walleye. One Mm -hmm. swims by and then, oh, all of a sudden the next one comes by and it's a, a bottlenose thing that looks like a walleye. I mean, there's just no excitement there.
3: It would have been a gar, I bet.
7: Probably. I mean, who knows? But, you, I mean, you need a handbook to be even be able to tell the difference yeah. between them. And you go in there, and they've got a couple little exhibits that, are, that show how, like, the lock and dam system work, and they've got toy boats and things for the kids to play with there, mm-hmm. and the kids all get wet. Literally, if you go in there, over half of the people are around this one little PlayStation, for lack of a better term.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: And that, that's the only thing that keeps the kids' attention. Other than that, I mean, they just run by the rest of the stuff. It's like, oh, okay, it's, it's just all the same.
3: All right, thank you. Yep. see <clears throat> these people are describing he just described the way i feel about the train that I, I i continue to insist it's a boondoggle
0: okay
3: but it it's here and the same thing is going to be said of it that's being said of the zoo and the aquarium that uh in order for it to be viable, we just need more recognition and more money from the state. We just need a continuing input of money uh, to help us. Uh, and it's almost as though, you know, there's a rainbow at the end of this and, and, and there really isn't. Uh, the same questions that we've applied to school funding can be applied to these to these items. Do you have there's not there's not going to be enough money. Again, I am not campaigning that we lose a zoo. I'm just I'm amazed. You know what I'm amazed by. I'm amazed we got rid of uh, automobile emissions testing stations. Why does that? Uh, why are because you when you think about all of the things that get created and then can only succeed, if the state continues to fund them that was a great scam that just it just couldn't outweigh the weight of evidence against it's not being necessary it was so out
4: there and so in the <laughs> it open it was such
3: a, could... <laughs> but i mean a miracle that that we were able to say as a collective body this is ridiculous we're not going to do this anymore i can't think of anything that we say that about can you i can't come up with any entity or attraction or whatever, where we say collectively, uh, you know what, we're all in agreement that uh, uh, this might have sounded like a great idea, but it's, it's not working, it's not cost effective, and uh, it would be foolhardy to continue to just pour more and more money down this black hole because it's not working. There's no, there's not many. We we don't uh, say that about we went anything. After
4: the highway helper program, I, maybe is that the next best thing. But that survived. Oh, the highway it helper. Didn't.
3: What I don't know. Again, I would love to get in your head to find how to your neurons fire. I don't know what that would have to do with anything.
4: <clears throat> Somebody tried to get rid of the
3: highway helper well, program years ago. That's ten dollars compared to to yeah. this real money. Uh, it was a miracle that we got rid of those automobile. That wanding nonsense, remember they'd go in and they'd yeah. pretend to be looking right. under there. What a bunch that's of a mirror BS. too. There oh, any holes down there? That's an amazing uh, victory for the uh, people of Minnesota.
8: You are inundated with countless home and auto insurance ads surrounding the big game in Phoenix. Did you really listen to those ads? What were they trying to tell you? They are on your side. Let's hope so. They've seen a few things. Well, we all have. And I don't know about this one. You're in good hands? Really? Okay. Or best ever, double check. What are we checking? Their work or ours? Now, What does any of this do for you, by the way? Nothing. They are all only one company with one agent. No options. Call the Canopy Group. Their message is clear. You get 16 companies and 20 professionals. So, as your home and auto insurance needs change, the Canopy Group will help you find another insurance company to meet your individual needs. No fancy ads, just the simple promise of providing you the best insurance coverage at the best price, year in and year out. New clients enjoy an average savings of over $800 with the Canopy Group. Call the Canopy Group at 800. 800- 967 3389, or visit thecanopygroup.com.
3: Speaking of zoos and fish and animals, and remember last week the guy that was critically injured by the attacking chimps <laughs> yeah. in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's, he's he lost all his fingers.
4: That dude chowed on his face, didn't he? An
3: eye, part of his nose, cheek, lips, part of his buttocks. One foot was mutilated, and his genitals were mauled, as well. Uh, the guy is in very bad shape. Ladonna yeah, Davis. I can think. Of, okay. Ladonna Davis is the wife of this fellow, Saint James Davis. That's his first name. Saint S T period. Hmm. Saint James. I never, I never saw such a name. No. Uh, but they, they sound like they're uh, euphorian beyond belief. They're trying to, she's trying to analyze the chimp's behavior, and she says that while one chimp was at her husband's head and the other at his foot, her husband was trying to reason with them. Come on, guys. <laughs> trying to reason with How about this? <laughs> Too bad the guy didn't have a gun.
5: Right. A billy
3: trying gun. to reason. They're eating the guy. The the reasoning's too late at that point. Scott? Hello. Hi. Hey, Joe. Hi. How you doing? Fine. The uh, zoo thing? Yeah. I think part of the thing might be bang for the buck. I went to the zoo there last year, and, you know, you walk for like 20 minutes before you even see an animal. There's more space dedicated to... Food and
0: stuff to buy for the kids and stuff. Yeah. Then they're an animal. I don't know, like when you were a kid, was like, hey, let's go to the zoo. And you went, like, say, you go to Brookfield Zoo in Chicago or something. You go, oh, here's a giraffe. Oh, here's a lion. Oh, here's a tiger. There's the
2: hippo. Every two minutes, you could see some other, some kind of animal. And you can walk around there. Like I say, it takes you 20 minutes. If you walk around before you even see an animal.
3: Do people ever tell you you sound like Louis Anderson?
2: Get out really. That's who
3: I thought this was. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah, you sound hey, Louis, exactly you doing, like him. Louis? Hey, Welcome. how you doing, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> well, that you doing, doing a Louis stick. Right. Now I'm not sure that's what <laughs> Louis does. All right, thank you. I got the message. Okay. All right. He did sound what a Andy.
0: Insane. Hey Joe, how you doing? Good. So I just, I just, I'm not saying this to blow smoke in here. You're, you're a good guy, and I, and I, re- I appreciate. It. I'm, a, I'm just a stupid truck driver, and I appreciate your, your common sense approach to. To the world, I really do. Thanks. And uh, I just you, you kind of stole my thunder there earlier when you were talking about uh, about, about the the aquarium. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> I've been there with my kids once, and and I'm a boat nut. I go up there to—I to, mean, I, I literally have have driven from Saint Paul to Duluth to see the case and get Jay Calloway come in through the piers, mm-hmm. and I've turned around and gone home. Mm-hmm. And and when what? what how did they ever think that that thing was going to make it to begin with? I mean, the shipping industry is, is dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, it, it's a dead town. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know people up there. I, I love the place. I mean, I love watching those boats come across the water. But right. the town, is it's
3: history. Well, I guess that would have been one of the reasons they wanted to build an aquarium, yeah. believing well. that it would attract people.
0: And it's a it's it's too bad because you know and even and now even with with the I don't know if you've ever gone up there and looked at the boats. and I you, have you used to been able you used to be able to go into the port terminal there and they right. would fuel up and now they've got now it's been about a year since I've been up there but the last time I was up there they have now fenced that off.
3: All right, Andy, I've got to go to news. Okay, thank you. Yep, uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back.
1: With apocalyptic-type snow bearing down on us, I think the last thing you're probably thinking about is your water. Well, don't let it be, because you know what? Good water makes you a happier person when crappy weather is about to hit us and you're in a bad mood. Hi, it's Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. More specifically, I'm here to talk about my Kinetico system that I got from Hofferman Water. Here's the deal. A lot of people ask me, you know, did you get this after you started working with Gl? No. I was a customer of Hofferman Water before they ever even decided to advertise with us here in Garage Logic, And it's because... I had really, really bad water, and I wanted a new system for my home when I lived in Carver, Minnesota. And I loved it so much that when me and my wife moved to Jordan, I said, you know what? I got to have a new system from Hofferman in Connecticut to come with us. And so that's what we did. And the relationship has been great because they are the absolute best in the business. And that's no smoke. I'm telling you right now. You get that new system from Connecticut and Hofferman Water, you will become a customer for life because they are the absolute best. Hofferman Water is an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental options, if you're in the market for that, for Connecticut water treatment systems. And it can include everything from water softeners to iron rust and odor filtration systems. And, of course, drinking water systems. And that's because a new system from Kinetico can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. Bad water can affect almost every single aspect of your home, which is your largest investment. So take care of it. Get that new system from Kinetico and your showers are so much better. So is your laundry and, of course, your drinking water. Like I said, I've been a customer for years. I'm so satisfied, and I know that you will be too. So give them a call today, 952 894 That's 952-894-4040, or just look them up online. You can see every single option that they have to offer on their website, hoffermanwater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Get in touch with them, and please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals, great deals on apparel and equipment, plus your chance to sink a putt for $100,000. And so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com. Thank you so much for tuning into today's best of Garage Logic. Reavers here back in the GL Podcast Studios. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we are one day closer to the mayor. Making his return, hopefully uh, before or maybe during this epic snowstorm that's bearing down on us. But in any event, uh, don't forget to join us. You just heard from them. Don't forget to join us this Friday at the golf show at the Minneapolis Convention Center. It's always a blast to go there. And if you haven't done so yet, sign up for the Garage Logic YouTube channel. You can follow us on all of our social media channels as well, which is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. It is time once again to check in with Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold and boy. Now's the time for you to do the same. So pick up that phone. Make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by doing just what I did. Pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number and you're gonna get Josh and you're always gonna get straight talk. You're never gonna get sugar-coated advice and Josh- Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, Josh, where to begin? But you today would like to focus on Home Depot, Walmart, and the market sell off all because of. The Fed.
2: Well, let's go the other way. The market is selling off due first to the Fed and rising interest rates, both on the short term and the long, longer term. As market participants are trying to guess the direction of the Fed after numerous Fed speakers last week, including two on Friday, two non-voting members of the Fed, both of whom are extremely hawkish related to inflation and interest rates, both indicated that if they were voting, notice I say if they were voting, they would push for a 50 basis point hike at the next meeting, which is early March, and probably a similar one at the meeting after that in May and another one in June. They do believe that they want to take the Fed funds rate above 5% where it hasn't been in a lot of years as a way to crush inflation. All of the Fed speakers last week were upset that the jobs numbers that have been coming out, both the ADP number and the normal Jobs number and the weekly jobless numbers have not been moving in the direction that they want. So the Fed wants higher unemployment and lower wages, and they're not seeing that. So that is pushing many, you know, many of the Fed to say, well, we need higher interest rate to slow job growth. And I say, that's a bunch of BS. You want people working. You want them making more money so they have money to spend and invest. Yes, inflation is, has been sticky for a lot of different reasons. I have been pointing out the, the cost of energy is still very high, a lot higher than it was just a few short years ago. And that cost of energy, particularly uh, oil and gasoline, works through everything in the system. Natural gas prices, however, are back at lows. And that could help a little bit, but the cost to move goods is still high. And then the cost, yes, the cost of wages is up. And you can see that from Home Depot and Walmart's earnings report. Home Depot did beat on the bottom line, but they had weaker revenue numbers. And their guidance was very conservative as they're getting ready for what they see is a, we'll call it an economic slowdown and or a recession. Costs for employees and other goods are still up at walmart and the market said oh we do not like what walmart has said sending walmart stock down twenty dollars Or the equivalent of about 125 Dow points, with the Dow down as we speak, 550 points. So a good chunk of that is Home Depot, Walmart. They beat top line, bottom line. They said that Christmas was one of their best Christmases ever, but their CFO said they were very concerned about the consumer being spent up and not pent up. So that has kept Walmart stock are on the downside. The results from Walmart and Home Depot have had an adverse effect on other retail stocks. So the retail sector right now continues to go down with that. And as the mark as interest rates have come up, so the 10-year up at 3.8% and the two year up at 4.6%. Companies that have been affected normally by higher interest rates have seen their shares sell off, including the semiconductors and my favorite casino names. Okay, so things are on the more volatile side and they could continue the balance of the week as we have more Fed speak, plus the Fed minutes tomorrow, which we'll be worried about. Then the GDP report on Thursday and the core. PCE indicator on Friday, which is the Fed's favorite inflation number. So along with some snow, do be prepared for more market volatility. And that's why we continue to keep our asset allocation model keeping up to 30% in cash and the balance invested in what we believe are high quality companies for the long term.
1: Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GL. Now's the time for you to pick up that phone and make that call, especially in these volatile times, for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952- 925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and you're never going to get (laughs) sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. You got a deal. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice.
3: Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.